Welcome one, welcome all. This is the Discovering Masculinity podcast, first podcast of 2023. Hope you had a happy holiday season, uh, a great Christmas, great New Year celebration, uh, and uh, happy New Year. Hope your uh, goals are going forward here and that um, that you're really progressing with those and that uh, you're off to a great start with those. But uh, uh, my name is John Waltz. I am your host of the Discovering Masculinity podcast, and I am coming to you today, as always, from beautiful Franklin, Tennessee, just south of the Music City. No guest today, probably going to be a shorter episode of uh, myself and my thoughts. Um, you know, a couple things kind of going on in the uh, the men's movement and uh, manosphere that uh, I want to tackle and want to talk about a little bit here today. So um, I'm going to go ahead and hop right into it. Uh, title of this episode is uh, the, well, I'm, I'm probably going to title the episode after I do the recording. I usually like to record and then uh, and then kind of you know name the the episode title after but a couple things that I do want to talk about are just some of my own thoughts on the ongoing saga situation with uh Andrew Tate uh I yeah I I I've had guests talk about him and have offered their opinions I don't think I've ever really offered my clear and succinct opinion on on the man uh and also talk a little bit about talk, touch a little bit more about uh, the the red pill movement and kind of what the men's movement manosphere red pill movement kind of misses and lacks and uh, we'll we'll go from there and I'm going to talk about uh, a few few guests that I have coming up uh, on the podcast here I might uh, I might just leave you in suspense on that but. I'm sure if you spend any amount of time online these days and uh, you follow uh, creators and uh, content in uh, this space, in the, uh, in the men's movement, gender relations, that to- those type of topics, you, by now you have heard of uh, one uh, Andrew Tate. Uh, Andrew Tate is a, I don't know if he's still active, but uh, he was a former uh, kickboxer and he has uh, since grown his own name and brand online continues to appear on multiple social media platforms and outlets and podcasts uh despite having been banned on just about all of them uh, and I'll kind of touch on that a little bit later as to why he's been banned or the best that I can figure that he's been banned on that but um he really started making to my knowledge he started making a lot of waves uh, just on his topics of or on his views of you know men's issues and relating with women and, and even just his his views on on feminism and like a lot of red pill guys I, I share similar I share similar views as far as you know what modern feminism is doing to the culture is doing to women in general uh, but this isn't designed to be a show on that where it constantly, 
calls out the the ills of feminism where it constantly calls out the ills of western society it's this this podcast is and show and my own platform is designed to be more of a place that uh you know men men and women are, are encouraged to grow not just in their their faith but in their yeah, especially especially in their faith, but also grow in in who they are and how they can become better versions of themselves. But it is it is faith based. I I am a Christian man, and I have I have value Judeo Christian values, and uh, I I also I think that's where a lot of these red pill guys kind of miss miss things and. That's why I say I, I espouse and agree with some of the, um, you know, their, some of their views on the world because I, there's some intersectionality. Oh gosh, intersectionality! I just used a leftist word. <laughs> I used a word. You know, uh, Knights of Knee, Monty Python. If you're uh, in the younger portion of my listening audience. There, there's some, there's some crossover. Like there's some crossover in the the conservative viewpoints, and I, I will just say that um, very recently, uh, Andrew Tate was arrested by law for, law authorities in Romania uh, under allegations of human trafficking. Now, at the time of this recording, that was the last I had heard that he was had had been arrested and that he's under investigation. I assume that he posted some kind of bail because he's been active on he's active on Twitter and and he's been um, you know since since then he's been um, you know pretty pretty active or he's been a, a, as active as as he usually is on there and uh, so I'm I'm assuming he's posted bail but he and and his brother have um, were investigated and, and arrested for that it was right around christmas or it was i'm going to pause the recording here just so i don't get uh, get that fact wrong but uh yes it was right around the end of the year i actually talked with a uh was talking with a friend of mine uh on instagram about this when i first saw the story broke and a couple of things my instant reactions when i first um heard that story break is that I wasn't all that surprised that this story had broken and and I haven't gotten a lot of into into a lot of details on it but I will say this there is something about something about someone who says that they are a quote unquote G or a top G that has always it's it's always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. It's always I, I always question someone when someone comes out and says that they are something. It usually is a red flag or a signal to me that if they have to profess that and tell that that they may not genuinely have that that confidence that they are that thing that they that they say they are. Now that's different between. That'd be like me coming out and saying that I'm, you know, I, I, I don't know, I, I can't think of a, a, a great example, but I guess that would be me coming out and saying that uh, I'm a force to be reckoned with, um, that that I'm a force to be reckoned with online, or that I'm a force to be reckoned with in this space. 
I have not gotten to that point yet. Um, but if I were to, if I were to say that, if I were to, to publish that on any of my social media platforms and be like, yeah, I'm one of the top names in the men's space online and, and, you know, the, uh, the, the virtue pill space, I guess is a, a phrase that uh, another friend of mine, uh, used, you know, I, that's just not true. I mean, you can look at my follower accounts at the moment and, uh, subscription counts and you can be like, well, no, this is and right now. I am a man who does this show primarily by myself out of my apartment, uh, here in, uh, in Nashville. And, I've got two other sources of, you know, projects that I do and I'm pretty active. You know, I, I would say there'd be also be like me saying that I'm, I don't, I don't know that I'm maybe so any, anyway, if, if you've got to tell somebody that basically the saying that I go through or that, that I've kind of espoused to in life or, or the, the feeling in this space that I've always believed is that if you've got to tell somebody that you are something, uh, then it, chances are you're, you're not it. Like it's not, not without, not without any type of result or something to back you up. You know, I, I, I'm not gonna. So that being said, like I, I, I never even knew who, Andrew Tate was before six months ago, maybe. I, I think I had started seeing his content in my feed on YouTube in, in the summer and, and had no idea who he was. And, and the things, I'll start with, with where I've got common ground with, um, with him and with other Red Pill guys is, is that what one of the questions that i always ask it, it towards the end of uh, at the end of each each podcast i always ask my guest you know what advice do you have for men in the world today who maybe are just ready to kind of give up on things or unplug from the world and and a lot of times they will touch on some of these things that um uh red pill guys will say you know like like become start working on becoming a better version of yourself start working on you know, your finances, start working on your, your, your physicality, start, start, you know, join a gym, work out, you know, get some natural endorphins pumping, you know, get into, find a topic that you like or, or subject matter that you like and, and, and pursue that. And, uh, you know, really, really dive in, dive into that. And I, I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, Rich Cooper, one of the phrases he uses is, you know, making your dent in the universe um, and becoming a better version of yourself. And and I, I agree with Rich on that point. Like if you're at a at a place where you're, you know, you're you're struggling in multiple ways. There's different ways that you can make steps forward and and not be struggling at those points. Now where where I don't agree with red pill guys, where I don't agree with specifically with Andrew Tate, like. Yeah, you know, especially the way some of the ways that he's he's talked about about women, him specifically. Like, there's clips of him talking about how I think one of his women would mouth off to him, and he 
I'm, I'm not, I don't, I don't have the clip in front of me. I don't think he actually, I don't know if he actually did this or not, but like we're talking about how he would just push her up against the wall and, and be, be physical with her and even kind of, you know, choke her. And I'm just like, and, and how she liked it. I'm like, no, that's not how you deal in conflict. I mean that now him, him being a Muslim in some parts of the Muslim world, that is how conflict is dealt with between, you know, a man and a man and his, his woman. But that's not how I, that's not how I'm called to deal with that kind of conflict. Another thing I, dating multiple women at once that's a common thing espoused in movements like MGTOW and and red pill and and i i'm i am not called by my god to to do that i'm i'm called to be a husband god willing be a husband and father one day and i in the early stages of looking for looking for someone to date. Yeah, I've carried on multiple conversations and have had a couple first dates with multiple women at the same time. I mean, that's but when I find someone that I do like and want to be in a relationship, I I narrow that down. Um that's just me personally. Sometimes I don't even uh, last time I I even had multiple first dates with with people at the same time. That's it's I, I'm tr- having trouble remembering the last time I did that, but most most of the time I will meet somebody and 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 go from there. And I, I just I haven't I haven't had that. And even even now um, I'm do have someone in particular on on my mind, um, and I'm still wanting things to work with this person. Um, and I, I'm finding it hard to, you know, get back out there and do, you know, go on dates, but I, I'm, I probably shouldn't even have said that much, but I I might edit that part out of, uh, out of the podcast here. But having, having said that, that's not, that's not who I am. I, I, now there's a lot of things about modern women, modern feminism that the men's movement and Andrew Tate specifically talk about that I do agree with as well. Like I posted it on, on my Twitter and on my Instagram that, you know, to me, modern feminism is not about equality. It's about power. It's about getting rules and advantages when it benefits them. Um, prime example of this is uh, you never you never hear any modern day feminists calling uh, or you know clamoring for equality in manual labor and infrastructure positions it's always at the c suite it's always at you know representative government and you know there's there's reasons for that there's just because they're more interested in 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 that than uh you know in in influencing policy that's may or may not be practical um empowering women to act like men not not even empowering but suggesting that women act like men and when it comes to when it comes to casual and promiscuous sex when it comes to having multiple partners um when it comes to one night stands that doesn't empower anybody and men can talk about how that's biologically woven into who they are 
all they want. You know what? If you're a man who, I don't even know if I want to use the word man to, to ascribe you or espouse you, but if you're a male and you give in to your, uh, your biology at that level, then you, you know, you need to do some, some evaluation of yourself and your life and your conduct because one night stands do not do anyone. They're not helpful for anyone. They're, they're, they're not. And to even, to even espouse that, that it is that type of a connection that you need before like sex, sex outside of marriage is something that you need before you even get into marriage. I mean, I, I have never met, I've never met anybody that has had premarital sex that, that says that they, that says that they were fine with it or that they didn't regret it. Most people that I talk to, even if it's the the person that they marry is the person that they, that they had sex with. I, I've never met anybody that that's been okay with it or, or happy with it. And I, I had a I had a fall in this area um, back in uh, back in October September October I was I I dated someone for a very short period of time and 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 uh, and, and had sex with her on on a few different occasions and felt very very terrible about it and in a lot of ways it's still kind of affecting my psyche and my outlook uh, on into uh, on into this year several months later. And that was just, you know, I'll put it out there for, uh, for, for the internet to hear like that. That was just, that just, that really affected my relationship with her even for, even for the worse. Now there were some other, there were some other red flags about this person where we just didn't. I just didn't think we were going to be a good match, but the offer and the temptation was, was there and it was just, it was very, very difficult to resist. But so I, I get it. Like there, there's times where your biology can just consume you if you're not spiritually strong, but if you're not even convicted by that, if you're not even convicted into why, you know, why it's a bad thing to, to, quote unquote spin plates if it why it's a bad bad thing to quote unquote you know date you know multiple people at the same time if if that doesn't if that doesn't convict you then yeah this that needs to that needs to be addressed in your in your spirit a lot of times from what i've understand jumping back to uh to andrew tate is that he has gotten so much of this attention online because it's other accounts that are posting his content and he's got some type of a monetization program. He calls it Hustlers University or something and it's a way, I I don't know if it's so much a pyramid scheme as it is just like a glorified online multi-level. I'm not sure how it works. I haven't gotten into how, how that works and that's, that's fine. Um, but you know, again, the, there's a lot of traditional roles that, you know, traditional roles like the men taking care of women and, and how that's kind of gone away from um, how that's, 
gone out of the West, there's different topics about like, you know, men, men building and working, uh, in those manual labor and infrastructure jobs. Like that is, that's key. Like we, we need strong and, and competent men in those roles to, to, to help build and, and even maintain society. And so I, I really believe that, yeah, there's, there's some, that that's something that the the world is missing today is, is men to go into those roles. I mean, we see it with, uh, with labor numbers, but one thing I, I do want to touch on and kind of wrap things up here, I'm 20 minutes in, but, uh, um, you know, there, my, my hope and prayer is, is that as, as I go through this year and as you go through this year and you, you digest this type of content online is that you would really come to understand that there's some value in, there's some value in what, uh, what's being said in, uh, from, from many of these content creators is that, yeah, you've got to become, you've got to become to and work on being uh, a better version of who you are and not to say that who you are right now isn't worthy of of love and and not to say that who you are right now isn't worthy of being being accepted and, but there's also ways that you can grow and growing growing can be hard but it's also but it can also be a wonderful experience so that's just that's my hope and prayer for uh, uh for you this year uh and again uh, you know i'm not going to predict or can you know offer much more conjecture about andrew tate's case and um he's just kind of been on the the top of my mind here just because of the uh the allegations and and kind of the the image that who he who he says he is, and someone who engages in that large of a, of a lifestyle and has that much of a public eye put on him, I mean, they're going to slip up in some way, shape, or form here. You know, so I mean, that's I I hope that my my hope is, you know, if if he and 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 his brother are are guilty of this, that they will be tried to the fullest extent of the law, and that uh, that they will pay for their crimes. If they're not guilty of this, then I hope that, that that they are exonerated and that they do have their opportunity to um, you know to defend themselves. And and um, um, I, I I don't know how Romanian law works. I don't know you know what what their justice system is like. Um, I do know that that there's more there's more than meets the eye that uh, to this case and just kind of how convenient all this timing was. Um, but, but my hope and prayer for, for you, my audience this year is that you, you will continue to grow, that you'll find this content useful, that you'll be encouraged and and uplifted by the, uh, the guests that I have on the show and, and, uh, times where I talk into the microphone by myself, that, uh, you are, uh, in, engaged and that you do find use and, and growth out of that. Uh, I'm going to be doing more of these this year and uh, writing out my own thoughts and uh, maybe even getting back into uh, a few different series on a few different topics about about my own masculine journey. And one thing I want my audience to know just as much is that as much as, as you're on a masculine journey, so am I. 
I, I am working, I work very, uh, I work very hard, work very diligently on myself as a man and, and have been doing that here for, uh, almost the last eight, nine months, uh, just because it's been, been a necessary thing for me. Um, I guess that's one of the reasons that God continues to call me to, to do this podcast and talk on these topics is because, you know, I need, I need just as much growth in some of these areas as, as other, you know, as, as anybody else. And so I, I hope this is uh, an encouraging and, and guiding, uh, guiding light for, for you. And I pray that your new year is full of blessing blessings and uh that uh your your 2023 is coming out strong a couple really good guests coming up on the podcast here very soon um actually thinking of inviting a few previous guests back on maybe a panel discussion coming up so there's all kinds of things uh percolating in my brain right now but uh this is uh, i'm going to wrap things up here i am john waltz i am your host of the discovering masculinity podcast uh, you can find uh, all my socials and my link tree in the show notes. Uh, I encourage you to go back to and listen to uh, a few of my previous episodes, uh, even from a few years ago. Some really, uh, really good guests on there. Um, and uh, I'll highlight a few of those in the show notes as well. But once again, I am John Waltz. This is the Discovering Masculinity Podcast. And I will talk to you all next time.